but like weird shit. Oh, I hate you. I, Frank's trying to talk me into watching Stranger Things. I'm, maybe, maybe. Yeah. All of a sudden, I see the "We're live, come up," and I'm like, "Oh, you're an ass!" In the middle of my sentence, I accidentally hit the button. Yeah, I know you'll never believe me, but it wasn't. I, I will never believe that. <laughs> All right, Alex Jones, the weird cup thing. He's got to pay, and he drops Clinton's name during a um, Epstein question. Very That's odd. Yeah, we'll talk about all that. Kim K and Pete D. Splitzy. Splitsville, USA. Kevin Spacey's got to pay up for what he did. Uh, the most heavily tattooed hoo-ha in the world, Frank. I know you've been often wondered who has it. I have the name. We can share that information with you today. Can't wait. DC is trying to be like Marvel yet again. Uh, we'll talk about the best touring band in the last 40 years. We got a bunch I think of I know other who topics. That is. Well, we'll see. I have a good guess. <laughs> We've got a bunch of other topics to talk about that, that don't have the honor of getting a little flashy card up in the beginning. You'll just have to stay tuned. Are you um, slacking I'm, on the cards? Well, I, you know, because I feel like we got uh, uh, Bird is supposed to join us to talk about being in a thruple. Where's her all, card? All that that entails. Well, when she comes on, we'll give her a card. Well, you know, everybody will get a card. I think, I think she deserves an intro card. <laughs> we'll wait. She's coming up in a little bit. Uh, we got to start. Also, I'm not sure if JSAPS is going to return because she is back from vacation. And there is a uh, saucy uh, rumor uh, controversy that has been born out of her what? time away. Saucy? It was very saucy. Very saucy. Hmm. Has to do with her marriage. Is it on the rocks? Oh boy. Who knows? Is it neat or on the rocks? We'll see. Uh, Alex Jones. Okay, a couple things. Uh, trial, he got uh, wrapped up yesterday, that whole thing. We talked about this in the last episode. So I thought it was a good chance to follow up on, on uh, the great Alex Jones. A couple things that we missed when we were talking about it the last time around, and a couple things that are really sort of just uh, making the rounds and making the news. Um, I don't know if you saw this, but Alex Jones was drinking from a cup. Then he finished the water in the cup. Okay. And then he kept picking it up and putting it to his mouth like he was drinking. Like he's on TV and he's he's doing take after take after yeah. take because they have yeah. to film different angles. Like a pure sociopath. He continued to pretend Idiot. to drink from the cup. Is that not the craziest, like, sort of wacky, bizarre behavior? I mean, it's it's very clear that it's empty. It's clear that it's empty. Yeah, like, give me a second. I'll I'll put it in the chat because I can't play it because I didn't cut it up. Uh, so, but we'll put it in the thing for everybody to see. But yeah, it's it's pretty obvious that he's was he trying to go for like the the insanity thing, like. Uh... Did they try to plea like he's, you know, not wasn't well when he said all this stuff or? Well, that's clear that he wasn't well. I mean, that's. Well, that's a given, I guess. But yeah, I mean, if you drink it from a cup with nothing in it. By the way, it's not a huge cup. So if you just take an average on how much water that cup could possibly hold versus how many times he put it to his mouth to take even the tiniest sip. And it's a weird thing to do. Yeah, you're like so out of water so fast. That's, it's so annoying, by the way. Side side note here. Mm. 
when in TV or movies, when it's obvious that whatever they're drinking from is empty, you could see like the weight of it, and they they make this whole show of drinking from it, but you know just by the way they're holding it and the way it's moving that it's empty. That's kind of annoying. I I, I hate that. I told you I get distracted. I watch. I start watching people eat on shows, and they taking these tiny little bites. So they're just. And I just. That's all I can see. That's all I can watch them out of every scene where there's food involved. Yeah. Every scene. But that's crazy. Like, there was a show like that recently. That every scene there was someone eating. I was like, I can't watch this show. I can't. Mm. It's just too much eating in this show. It's every scene. I can't remember which one it was. Okay. By the way, have you watched The Bear on Hulu? No. Okay, if you promise to watch The Bear, I will watch Stranger Things. Wait a minute. Stranger Than Fiction? Stranger Things. Stranger Things. The Bear is what? It's only first season? One season, 10 episodes, half hour. And it's over after the 10 episodes. Are they doing another season? I believe they're doing another season. All right. So I only have to commit to watching whatever's out now. And okay, I I trust Bird over you. Uh, (laughs) um, But you have to, you're going to commit to watching all four seasons and then the fifth season of, well, once you watch Stranger Things, you're going to get hooked anyway. So it's not like I have to force, you know, twist your arm to watch the rest of it. Once you're, once you're done with season one, you think I'm going to be into it? Yeah. You think I'm going to get hooked in? It's a good show. My wife and I, we tried it. Um, the year maybe like the beginning of the pandemic and we started the first episode we just weren't in like the right mindset to watch it so we, we were like nah we're not we're not gonna do it and then we we were we had we didn't watch it for like a year and a half or two years and then we just literally a month ago wrapped up watching it that's and the thing great. i gotta be i gotta be in the right mindset for a show like that and i don't know if i'm there maybe tomorrow i don't know i do have tomorrow You're not in the mood though. well you get in the mood <laughs> <laughs> what is that from? I I just what is thought, that from? I something I like I no drove job, over. Yeah. I got no money. Uh, I ask you for details. You're not in the mood. Well, oh, you George, get in the mood. George Costanza. Yes. Yeah. When he's like details, and he's like, eh. yeah, not in the mood okay. for details. You're not in the mood. Not in the mood for details. Yeah. All right. Um. Very good. So that was that. Uh, then he was ordered to pay $4.1 million uh, to the defendants or just to the uh, the families that were suing him. Right. So that was good. Each? Uh, no, in total, which I thought, because how it works is then there, it, there's like questions. And it's like, okay, in regard to this, in regard to question 1A, he had to pay, you know, fifteen thousand dollars. Oh, question to two B, he had to pay five hundred million dollars. So when a all the counts of, were added up. There was a couple of one point five millioners in there, and um, basically it all came up to just over uh, four million dollars for him to pay. Which honestly, I like to see him lose. He deserves to pay, and and I'm saying this not just because he was a dick about it. I am a free speech guy. I do always tend to be on the side of the performer, the entertainer, the, the news person, the radio person that inevitably always gets fired. I'm always on their side because that's my team. But this guy, I mean, not, not only did he take it way too far, but he profited way too much off he of it. He profited off of it. And not only that, innocent families who, you know, besides the fact that they just lost their children 
Yeah. I mean, that's bad enough. Then you got this guy making their lives a living hell on top of that, you know, the telling people this didn't happen. And you got people who, like they said in the trial, they were, they made their lives hell because they were calling them actors. They just didn't get, you know, uh, they were getting harassed all the time about it. Yeah. And it's like, because of this guy, it's what you say has consequences. And, you know, if, I don't know. It's just he presented it as this is what's happening. There, it's a big scam. They want to take your guns, uh, and this is why they're doing it. Is these are actors? These are crisis actors, and they brought all these people out and were like, "We're real. I don't know what you're talking about, man. You're where you came up with this. Why you're spreading it around? I mean, if you if you have a theory about something, you want to put it out there and say, "Oh, maybe this deserves to be looked at." You don't come out of the gate swinging with this is all bullshit. And these people, I mean, depending on like, if it's, if it's Bigfoot, nobody gives a shit. You could say whatever you want about it. And Bigfoot's not going to come and sue you. But this happened to be about innocent families who just went through the, the worst tragedy a family can go through. And, and you're calling them actors and you're saying they're full of shit. And this is a government cover up. And I mean, it was un- unbelievable. They, the guy just he went off on on this thing and he just dug deep dug his heels in and he just did not let it up and it was unbelievable yeah. no and and he and by the way I got more news on this first in a second here um but he um yeah and he knew that's that's the thing like he knew he knew he was wrong and he kept it up and he knew you know he knew he probably knew oh if i look at it this way or if i you know, if I dig that way or if I, you know, look at if I'm almost if you're only listening to one thing or you're only looking down one path. You know, it's a different it's a different thing. You got to go. You have to unturn everything if you're going to be the journalist that he claims to be the the truth seeker that he claims to be. Um, so then, you know, you, you can't just do it one way and then harp on it and then cash in and make bank off of it when you know. There's another side. I mean, he gets paid for his podcast. Um, no matter what he says, right? It's just his show, and he could come out and say whatever he wants, and he's going to get paid to do his show. Um, and yeah, he did get paid for, and he was spewing lies. But it's the lies part; it's the stuff that that affected this these families. Like it, if he said, "Oh, the uh, uh, Bigfoot's not real," and I don't care what anybody says, nobody has proof; it's not real. It's a cover up. It's got everybody be like, "Ha ha ha!" Look at this guy. As you know, it's not real. It's real. I agree with them. I don't agree with them. And that's probably as far as it would go. Um, but when it comes to real people and people who've gone through something like this, you're going you're gonna to strike a nerve in the wrong spots and it's, and it's going to come back to bite you. going to come back to bite you right in the old rear end there, big dog. Right. Right in the old bootski. Um. Yachol, Yachoy, Yachol, sorry, can't read. Uh, he purged himself a few times. He did. He's going to have to answer for that. The lying about the text messages was definitely a bad thing. I think Robin said it best. Speech is free. Lies will cost you. And that's the difference. He deserves to say everything he said. But that's a T-shirt. But I think he knew it was wrong. I think he I think at a certain point he knew he was wrong, but he kept it up. 
and he no kept matter how cashing, it affected people he kept cashing in on it yeah and it was clearly i i don't i don't know but he had to have gotten wind of the negative effect it was having on these families at some point right and he well that's the other thing too and it's like but i guess if you're here here's the thing to that frank I guess if you think that you're uncovering something, you think that those families are the bad people. Yeah. And that's, I think his mindset, that was, that was his mindset going into it, you know? And listen, we've all been there. Like, especially when this first started going on, like I remember watching a video where people were like joking, laughing, and then they like zoomed in and like started the press conference. And then people got all serious and sad looking. And it was like pretty disingenuous. I forget who it was who was doing that. But it was pretty disingenuine, you know? Mm-hmm. So I understand where it's all starting to come from. But to sit there and be like, this was all crisis actors and lies and made, like, it's it's insanity. It's craziness. I mean, you know, the truth of the matter is nobody knows why these families go on TV and sit in front of press conferences and cry in front of the cameras. But when you are in that much shock and devastation, you they just stick cameras to, in your face. That's you what go they do. and you you go into like this automatic mode of that's what you've seen and that's kind of what you do. You know, it plus, just happens. Plus, it's also you know, I don't know. Obviously, I don't know what the parents and the families have gone through, but I would think that if they were going to go in front of cameras and stuff like that, it might be to spread the word about what happened. Make you know, try to make sure it doesn't keep happening. And so that people remember your your kid, your dad, whoever was involved, you know, whoever the victims are. And, you know, because if you don't hear, I don't know, it's just, you need to, I guess, to hear from these people, it makes it, it gives it a bit uh, more impact so people pay attention more. And I, I think that it helps make it more real for. Yeah, maybe. I just I think mean, it's these, I think these people just don't know what else to do. I think they just yeah, don't know what true. else to do. You know, yeah. you're and plus you're they want justice, so they're going to come out and whoever's pointing the camera at them. We we want justice. We, you know, we don't want uh, my son or, who, or my daughter or whoever to have died, and right. then you know, and nothing comes of this, and you know, right? There has to be a purpose. All this stuff. I mean, it, it's terrible. Like what he what he did. It just doesn't. I know if you want to advance a theory, advance a theory, but you have, you know, there's gotta be some shred of proof. There's gotta be, you gotta, I mean, did he even like do any journalism? Did he go down to the, to Sandy hook and did he talk to these families? Did he, or is he just going out there going, Oh, it's just all bullshit. Don't believe him. Well, you know, it was partly that, but it was partly like he would just be wrapping it up into, the this grand conspiracy of you know it's just it's part of the whole thing you know they're eating babies and you know sandy hook was a lie and the the pizza shop thing and and he would just it would just be this one long stand and again like i said he was wrong about all of it except for epstein epstein he had right that was basically it he got one out of you know how many and again, he he would say the government's running a child pornography ring or this or a pedophilia ring and all that. And it's like, well, the jury is still out on that because we know Epstein was, but we still don't have the what those ties were of Epstein to not only our government, but other governments as well. Yeah, I mean, but when you throw 
stuff like that in with the batshit crazy stuff, no one's going to listen to you. You know, you're trying to get, make a, a valid point about something serious, and then you start saying, "Oh, it's turning the frogs gay." I mean, you're gonna, you're not, you're, you're losing people. You're, you're, people just think you're a joke, and you're not a real, uh, you're not a real journalist, which he's not. Um, but that's what happens. You, you, you want to make a real valid point. Let's say he, he was, you know, because he was right about Epstein. Uh, if he would have ran with that and and stayed away from the crazy batshit stuff, he may have been more credible. Well, I think that's where the problem became was when he scored on Epstein. Then it was like, well, uh, you know, when you get one, when you get one, exactly. You hang your hat on one thing, but, you know, you have to account for all the crazy batshit, crazy stuff you said, too. I mean, it's. Well, he is now. Yeah. Um, so that's so okay. So it was four million dollars for the uh, tr- the 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 lawsuit itself. They were seeking one hundred and fifty million. Then there was the issue of punitive damages, and the word came down on that, and he has to pay forty five million dollars in punitive damages. Big Hello. hunk of change. Yep, that'll put a dent. Yep. Wait, have that like much? Forty-five million dollars. I'm, sure, I'm sure he has that much. Well, supposedly he like he he claimed like bankruptcy, or he tried to do bankruptcy or something, or say Infowars wasn't worth that much or something. I don't know. He's doing he's doing everything he can. You know the thing is the guy is just the, I hate to say but the guy's got a mental issue. He's fucking sick in the head is what it, what the problem is too. Is it that or is he did he um, strike onto something that? people watch and he just ran with it uh rev debbie miller uh the hunter he was early on the hunter biden stuff too yeah he was early on the hunter biden stuff as well i give him that credit too he was very early on hunter biden i feel like the post was the first one there but he was he you know he was he was all over that i mean that's right in his wheelhouse so you know he was all over that too so give him credit for that i'm sorry frank what did you say what was your point there i don't know okay all right. Uh, the last thing, too, he did, uh, you know, again, is he sorry about all this stuff? I mean, I think he's going to be. Oh, my point was, uh, was is he crazy or did he hit on a method of attention grabbing that got people to watch him and then he just kept and he ran with it? The well, yelling and screaming, the, the crazy whacked out theories. I mean, is he is he doing that? Just is that his on air persona because he, he wants to get yeah. ratings? I think it's both. I think it's a little bit of both. And I think when you're a little unstable to begin with and you're getting all this tension, you can't handle it. And it just feeds into that monster a bit more. Because, I mean, when you watch when you watch it, I've seen that guy just start crying hysterical in a rant. You know, I saw him one time just losing his shit over he was saying something about Hillary wanting to eat your children and some fucking crazy. And look, I mean, you can go back on this show. I've said plenty of awful things about that woman. I do not think she is a nice person whatsoever. I think there's a lot of creepy shit behind the Clintons. I don't think they're sitting there eating babies as fucked up as they are. I don't think they're sitting there eating babies and I've never been brought to tears screaming about it. You have to have a mental instability 
to to do that. I'm sorry, you just do. I think he's being a crisis actor. I think he gets himself revved up so much and and crazed up so much that he he gets these emotions, like he forces these emotions out. So, yeah, a uh, great question. Is it possible he really believes it? I think he really does. I think he really, really believes it. And what's interesting about the Sandy Hook situation is, you know, I don't know if he really understood or realized that it was a real thing until these families started fighting back. And when you look at it like that, of he would just pounced on these poor people for years and years and years. And then finally, after a while, something happened to these families where they were like enough time had passed or whatever it was where they were kind of like, wait a second, this has gotten out of control. And they started fighting back. And that's really the first time in his career he's ever had any sort of real pushback. Yeah, because what happens, I think, after a while of of getting ridiculed and and, uh, harassed, I think these families just went through and saw the root of it. He was at the core of it. Right. You know, they got all these people coming out of nowhere, tell, you know, abusing and, and harassing them. And they just dig, they get, dig a little deep and go, Oh, where is this coming from? Where is this coming from? Oh, I see this harassing loop. and his assing. I just want to be, you know, let everybody know his assing and harassing. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So it came from his assing and that's why they were harassed. Got and it. so they got to the core of it. And that's, this is where, the, this is where we are. This is where we are. <laughs> <laughs> We're at the call, the core of her, his assing. All right. But we, he didn't go out without uh, a little bit of a bang because the, uh, the, the prosecutor in this case, he was, and he was really, really good. This is like a 20 second clip, uh, from yesterday, I believe. And I'll play it for you. They bring up Epstein and the lawyer does. And, Alex Jones doesn't miss a beat to talk about and drop the name of the Clintons. Uh, even over the past couple months, is your allegation that government officials are aiding in pedophilia, child trafficking, and the grooming of children, right? What do you mean, like what Jeffrey Epstein did with the Clintons? What the? Oh, that's. Yeah, it's like the a, a Snoop Dogg thing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, hey. Yeah. I mean, Jeffrey Epstein, no, the Clintons. We don't The Blintons. We don't know. The Blintons. Yeah. It's, time for, it's time for my annual event that uh, Bill likes to show up at. Oh, boy. I don't, I don't think I'm going this year. I can't, I can't do it. Are you going? <laughs> no, I can't. <laughs> Why not? Because he's going to be there. I don't know if he's going to be there. I can't do it. I can't face him. I can't just, I can't stand there and be fake after all we've said. Yeah, then don't go. And I feel weird if I go and then I'll feel like. Listen, you know, the, char- you know, the charity doesn't, you know, they they, they, they don't need you. Yeah. They do not need, I'm not bringing much <laughs> to the table as far as the charity. Yeah, I mean, you got to see some of these fucking people. Dude, I, I, I've played in this game with, forget the famous people, the people that you've never heard of. That would oh, just, probably just rich people that just want to be there and give, yeah. Just write thirty, forty thousand dollar checks every year, year in and year out. Good. What yeah. is it? What is the cause? It's for four great causes. It's like a, a hospice, uh, you know, a child development thing. It's like four good, really, really wonderful course, causes. You know. Okay. Um, but I, to be fair, I do have something else. I probably could cancel it, 
No, I I can I sh- I'm not going to cancel it, but I probably could if I really want it. Like I could be a dick about it and get and get out of it and go to this thing. But I just don't. So you're gonna you're gonna screw over, you know, the charity. Good, that's good, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I was saying before. You were like, uh, I was like, oh, the charity. They don't need they don't need extra help or anything. Yeah. I mean, oh no, I thought I thought you were putting me down, which you were right to do. I am. Okay, it's more of you're 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 not gonna go like forget the charity. You can I remember go, it was, you can go and support the charity is what I'm saying. You don't have to be there for Bill Clinton. It was so funny. The first year I got invited to play, they were like, um, they were like, oh, and here's like the the donation information for the station. Like they weren't expecting it from me. And you've worked in radio for far too long. And I looked at the woman and I was like donation for the station i'm like you and i looked at the paper and it was like like what do they what was it not a uh expected uh what do they call that suggested suggested players sponsorship donation whatever the fuck it was worded five thousand dollars i'm like there's no fucking way <laughs> there's no way this station is given five thousand dollars and maybe what you, no stop it what do you think the answer was when I went to the general manager and I was like, hey, they're kind of looking for five grand. What do you think he said? I bet you Frank gets this right. We don't have it. I mean, what, what did they say? Well, or no, but what, we we paid the five grand in our appearance and and what, yeah, that's how we made up the five grand is with our time. We could do it in trade for on air time trade. Yeah. OK, <laughs> we could trade. We, do they do they need commercials? We'll give them commercials. We'll give them commercials. That was the that was the toughest part about working in radio was the entire lack of like charity, like at all times. Like they no, I shouldn't say that. There was they they were happy to donate airtime, but actually get cash out of the hands of these people, never, yeah. never. Like I mean, never. they were uh, radio stations every now and then would donate, you know, would do a charitable charitable there, donations there was a couple of times that they wouldn't let me do it for free that i had that they were like you have to you have to make an appearance that it has to be an appearance fee because the station had to get their cut of the of the appearance fee that happened a couple times yeah oh yep. that happened a couple times that's gross mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. asking for asking for an appearance fee at a charity mm-hmm. that's that's something Mm-hmm. How good and that didn't make me I'm like I'm like and they like handed the envelope and you're like thanks, you know, like and you couldn't be like this didn't come from me, you know. Yeah. And then you can't fucking just flip over and give them the money back because that sands the, the the fucking station money, you know. Yeah. I would try and like fucking dole it out to other uh things. Yeah. I don't times. know if I ever did anything like that. I don't know. Did I ever do a charity thing for I have no idea. You've never done charity in your life, which is shocking. I've done charity. Well, I've done events where there were charities there. <laughs> you know, got paid charities were taking place, I guess. Yeah, I don't tell you. Speaking of goodwill, Frankie C, uh, Jumpstart Coffee Company, they give half of what they make to the Navy SEAL Foundation. That is the charitable spirit right there. It's really good. Uh, they are grateful for those who uh, lay their lives on the line to give us our wonderful freedoms. That Alex Jones just pisses away so valiantly blatant just just no yeah. i don't need my freedoms prick um <laughs> anyway uh uh jumpstart coffee company probably sponsors this uh show this podcast we love them so much 
because uh, I love their coffee. Really, it's selfish. I am a taste buds guy first. I love their coffee first. I love that they help our veterans second. It's a close second, but it's, That's, you know. At least you're honest. I'm being honest. Uh, it's delicious coffee. I wouldn't send you to go buy it if I didn't think it was absolutely phenomenal. Uh, if you grab some right now with the link in the description, I know you'll love it as well. Use the promo code AOA15, say 15%. And that doesn't affect the 50 they throw over the Navy SEAL Foundation way because they support our veterans who are coming back in the Navy SEALs. And that's just lovely. Uh, thanks to our Coffee. Yeah, they're the best. Love it. Uh, you broke this news to me just before the podcast. Kim K, PDD, Splitzy. So much for those tattoos. I forgot about the tattoos. Yeah, he oh, made a, he, he probably should have waited a little bit. How long have you been with your wife? Uh, like 13 married or a bit, you know, just known her. Be dating. Like I'm dating on. 13 years, 14 years. Damn. Yeah. You don't have a tattoo of her on you? I don't have any tattoos. Same I have here. zero tattoos. I'm waiting. I told my wife 20 years. If this works out in 20 years, I'll get a tattoo. Need a little bit more Frank and Anthony and Pete Davidson, I think is what the problem is. Plus, even more so because that motherfucker's running out of space. That's true. It's not like he's got a lot of real estate to work with. I mean, what do you how do you get any work, you know, other than your typecast for the rest of your life with the tattoos? Yeah. Well, he's Pete Davidson. That's the that's thing. true. That's true. Pete, he, he's just you know gonna play Pete Davidson. Yeah. yeah. Even if he's in a movie, he's just gonna play Pete Davidson. Yeah, and in, in sketches and whatever, it's always just going to be him being Pete Davidson. That's right. It. Right, right, right. I hope it's he made true. enough money off that fucking smart water because I don't know how much more is going to be coming in now that he's off the. Uh, he's not on the show, probably. He's yeah. not. Uh, yeah, I'm not going out to these crazy fancy islands that, uh, you know, living it up off of. Uh, yeah, I'm looking. I mean, the trips alone. I mean, how could you, I? I don't know if I could get out of a loveless relationship with trips like that. You don't I'd know if like, you could. You should be like, ah, we'll stick it out. I'd be like, I can't stand her, and I don't think she likes me. But look at the fucking look how clear this water is. Honestly, I mean, it's just it's so luxurious down here. I can't take it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know if there's any reason, like what. Multiple now sources. The, yeah, yeah. The, nobody really gave a reason. TMZ page six. They were kind of on it quickly. Um, they said a source said their age difference could have contributed to the decision. Another insider said that they called it a quits um, earlier this week after the nine months, and they just said they decided to be friends. I don't really, you know, mm. I don't really know what the reasoning is. I mean, I'm not surprised. I am surprised at the timing, though. I thought this would have lingered on for a couple more years. Yeah, I mean, I thought I thought they would get married. Oh, you think so? I thought they were gonna. I I, I was waiting for the day where they go. Oh, we got hitched over the weekend. Yeah, but I could. Yeah, I could have definitely seen that. Well, especially the way her sister fucking got hitched like three times. Uh, yeah. I page with a valid comment. Uh, LOL, cuddle, lucky cuddles. Pete does it in two months. Anthony is thinking maybe in twenty years. Well, she's got to earn it. Listen, she's gotta... she does she have any uh, of of your name? No, she doesn't. She does have tattoos though, which I find incredibly sexy. Tattoos on a girl, I think, are incredibly sexy. So um, when's the uh, when's the Anthony on Air logo tattoo coming out? Well, here's the thing. She said, she said, um, 
she said to me, she goes, I will, I get your name tattooed on me. And I said, I don't do that because I won't respect you because of that would be such a poor choice. And she's like, well, I, I already have tattoos. And I go, it's not about the tattoo. It's about what you're putting on your it's body. The content. Yeah. I already married the guy and had two kids with him. What, what do you right. Think? You're already such a disappointment to me because of your choice in bed. Don't ruin it further by making it permanent. No. <laughs> I mean, there's still time. The cuddles, you can still pull the plug. On like you can still get out. You can still go. <laughs> well, look at Dave, Pete Davidson. He's. I think it was, wasn't just a tattoo. Did, wasn't it like a brand? You like carved. Yeah, it was something weird. Yeah. 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 And didn't he get like, I don't remember this clearly, but I thought he got like, the, the kids. kids names too yeah i think That's i remember weird. that yeah that was weird they only only up till now they've been dating nine months it's not even back when he got those tattoos like it was like six seven months well two months according to Paige, and i'm gonna go by i'm gonna i think she's accurate i'm gonna go by her word on that one man yeah no no good that's well they they i didn't think it would last but i didn't think it would be i thought they would go a couple of years too or and i thought they would I thought they would at least get married. They seemed like, you know, this this whirlwind kind of couple that did everything together. He seemed like he was head over heels with the tattoos, and he like. Well, what other choices does he have? He's a scumbag, Staten Islander. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, now what? Well, he had you know, to... before Kim Kardashian, he was dating, or at least seeing, uh, you know, Ariana Grande. I thought was one. Uh, yes. Um, he had an older one that was very respectable. What was, what her, was her name? Evangeline Lilly, I think, was another one. I don't know. Help us out in the chat. I, the, who was the girl? It was She was older. She had a respectable career, too. I think that was her. They were, like, at a, at a basketball game. They were making out. Uh, Cuddles in the chat. I've said multiple times I want more tattoos, and specifically some for Anthony and the kids. Well, she gets I don't get kids. a tattoo? It's I don't I will not. First of all, I told the kids the same thing. I go twenty years until I would even consider putting your asshole names on my body because I can't. I'm a little insulted that I don't get, I don't get my own tattoo on. on Cuddles doesn't get one from me. Kate Beckinsale, Cuddles not nailed it. Kate Very good Cuddles. Yeah, Excellent. Kate Beckinsale, respectable career. Kind yeah. of dumpster diving to go for fucking. Uh, I get Kate Beckinsale and Evangeline Lilly mixed up. I think they're the same person. I don't know who Evangeline Lilly is. She's Kate Beckinsale. Okay. Oh, got it. Now I know. <laughs> she was in like uh, the Lord of the Rings Hobbit movie. She was in a couple other things. That would explain why I don't know who she is. There, yeah, there it goes. She was famous before those. What is fucking Pete Davidson going to do now, though? He's going to go back to Saturday Night Live. <laughs> you are right. Could you imagine? New season coming up. Go for a lot the... of people. A lot of people jump ship. He's probably he'd be a he'd probably be a draw. He, I could see him definitely coming back for like, the, especially like the first episode, or he gets his own spinoff reality show. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah, but I mean, cool. look, do you think for Kim it was just like, I know this will fucking piss Kanye off, and I'll get some dick, and then it'll be a couple months, and we'll have some fun, and then we'll fucking we'll move on. Yeah, wonder who called the quits. See, probably her. I would imagine it was her. He it seemed the very cursed. Mutual breakup in the history of relationships. <laughs> it had to be her. You think it was him? That was fucking him. guy would sleep on that couch for the rest of his life. He was all in on that relationship. Yeah. There's no way. What was that skit where he plays 
he plays some character on SNL where they're like, all right, you got to leave or you're fired. And he's like, okay. He just keeps saying, okay, over and over again. He's like the dumb kid that won't leave. Oh, that was, know. that was one of the characters he played. Like that's fucking him in real life. <laughs> you think he got, he moves back into his house in Staten Island? hundred percent. His mom's house. I'm pretty sure that's where he was living before he started going out to the West coast. Do you think he built up like being with Kim Kardashian? Do you think that helped his bank? Like he just did he make a lot of money while he was with her? Yeah. Oh yeah, we got right? that smart water endorsement. Yeah, because that because that that mom, she can't help herself. You think Pete Davidson could have got a smart water endorsement? That was fucking Chris Kardashian or whatever her name is. <laughs> I think it's but Chris. probably. Yeah, no, that's true. But you, I, you think he's he's set? He's not. He's not Kardashian set. But he's no, probably, no, no. He's probably in the. He's in the millions. I'm sure. Honestly, I I would say less than ten. Yeah. All right. You know, I don't think he's like. You know, crazy out there. I you know. Yeah, maybe. Um, you think you know he could do a movie and other. Who the hell knows? He could do. Be a bum. I mean, fuck. And literally, he owns no property. He he bought the fucking Staten Island ferry. Remember? Oh yeah. What the hell happened with that? Weren't they gonna turn that into something? <laughs> yeah. Who knows? By the way, we have, we're gonna look back at this. Remember the three months after nine eleven when things were just like so kind of weird and like you bizarre. Said, yeah. Everybody was just kind of like still in in shock. Yeah. That the six months. You know, these last six months coming out of the pandemic. Is exactly that. Like people were like, "Oh, he bought the thing, and let's help him." Now, like, who? The, now people are probably like, "What? Fucking fairy? What are you talking about? Like, what the, what the crazy did, shit are you?" What you the know? hell did they do with that? I mean, they're gonna they're salvage it and stuff. No, they, they were gonna make a comedy club out of it, but they got to park it somewhere, and they were looking for a place to park it. And then I think somebody on Long Island was like, "Oh, we'll give you the port," and then somebody in Staten Island was like, "No, you can park it here." But then you know who the fuck's gonna go to a club on Staten Island? I mean, who the hell? You gotta you gotta park at Brooklyn or Manhattan. I, could you? I could tell you like twice I went out in Staten Island, and I believe both times I was working. I think yes. it was because uh, I I think once I was working with Joe Causey, yeah, because he was fucking he's a god out there in Staten Island with that old <laughs> Italian community, which is weird because he calls himself Brooklyn's own. Yeah. I think he lives in Staten Island, that lying son of a oh, bitch. Oh, you bastard. I'm not sure. He might. He was big, very connected over there. They fucking loved him. We went to some club, and I swear to God, the guy didn't fucking sit down for two minutes the whole entire time. It was the same thing when he went to Howard Beach. Remember Howard Beach was having like a Columbus Day parade for like a year or two in yeah, a row? He would be the grand marshal every time. He came <laughs> one year, and I was like, you know, and I, that fucking guy did not stop signing autographs the whole fucking time. That's that's the way to do it. I mean, you want you want fans. You got to be nice to you. You know, you want to be fan. You got to be nice to your fans, man. You, yeah. You, once you're a dick, people remember that shit. He was a good guy. Very good guy. Good. Um, what are we talking about? Oh, why don't we bring in Bird on? I'm ready for Bird when when Bird's ready. Uh, All right. Bird, Bird's Take your time, Bird. Balls in yeah. your court. Yeah. Now, Jay Sam's just texted me. I'm still on vacation, and that's a lie. I know she's back in New York. Ugh. Yeah. And that's not, not the only lie. I think we've caught her, and there'll probably be more. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. She's at home right now. Just 
tired from vacation. Doesn't didn't unpack yet. Yeah. She's like, fuck that. She's watching. Oh yeah. I'm sure she's watching. She hasn't popped up in the in the chat yet. <laughs> you wave it to her. Yeah, she won't be able to resist if she's in the chat or if she's watching, she won't be able to resist the chat. <laughs> it's too it's too alluring. Say something shitty about Trump. <laughs> <laughs> you get the here we go. Liberal pussy. Um Kevin Spacey. This is weird. Let's talk about this as we transition into thruple talk. Kevin Spacey has to pay $30 million, right? That's the headline. Right. Before you get all excited, you're like, oh, you know, that son of a bitch went and molested all the men and shit. Right. Deserves it. Yep. He's got to pay $30 million to the production company behind House of Cards. So it's not even to the victims. This isn't that. Which is funny because all the articles, I mean, that's why I clicked it. I was like, oh, he he lost this case, you know. Yeah. You know, because I think one of them got thrown out, I think. Uh, I think the original one was thrown out, the one here in America, but he had accusations, I think, in Italy or Europe. It's Europe somewhere where there was like three or four men who came forward right. or something. Right. That, I think, is still taking place. I think the one here in America. That may have been thrown out. Right. But it's funny, though, because I that I just by look, don't sue me. Allegedly, motherfucker's guilty as fuck. I don't know what it is about his face. It just feels like he definitely did it. But that's just a feeling. I don't know. Allegedly. Don't sue me. Allegedly. Um, But anyway, he's got to pay 30 million. This is what I find is weird, even though I think he's guilty as fuck. 30 million to the entertainment company, the, the production company that put together the, the House of Cards show for Netflix mm. because he breached his contract by allegedly sexually harassing young crew members. Now, call me crazy here, but don't you have to be proven guilty of these things before you can sue somebody for a breach of contract? Like, no, you, you, well, oh, wait. So they just by, just by being accused, it doesn't mean you did it, even though yeah, we all kind of probably, but yeah, he's probably he probably did it, but we can't say for sure because legally yeah. you can't say for sure. So, so I don't maybe, know who this judges. Maybe. This seems maybe. crazy. But yeah, you have to doesn't that has to be proven, yeah, right? That has to you have to Yeah. I'm sure arbitrate it got taken to an arbitrator. And he was like, yeah, he materially breached his contract as an actor and a producer on the show because he allegedly harassed young crew members in a pattern of sexually predator, predatory behavior. That's what so, the judge said. So the judge the said, you have to pay. This is it. Proven, done. Yeah. Yeah. I went to arbitration. The arbiter said it. Yeah. Isn't that weird? I'm like. That's kind of weird. I mean. That's wrong. And I hate situations. It, but who knows? I hate situations where the guy, the, the person's wrong and you got to be like, fuck. Yeah, they shouldn't have to do that. That seems that seems a little. I mean, yeah, it seems like something that could have happened. But again, you know, I'm sure he has a case where he could fight that. I don't think you can appeal in arbitration. Oh, I don't know. We'll see. Don't fuck that guy. He's got 30 million. He can he can pay up for sure. All right. You ready for some thruple talk, Frankie? See? Ready as I'm going to be. believe Bird is in our virtual green room. Bird has landed. Bird, an original member, by the way. 
One of the originals. Ooh, an OG. From, from, from back in the day. All right, let's bring her up. There she is. What's up, bird? Bird in the How's house. How's it going? How you doing? Pretty good. How are you guys doing? All right, welcome to the show. We're doing good. Thanks for doing this. I appreciate it. Yeah, no worries. Hopefully, like, no professional people see it. Professional people. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Nobody's watching this. Um, all right. So this came about because we were talking about, I forget what, swingers or a thruple or whatever it was. And then Frank and I, the less adventurous <laughs> of people in general, we can't really foresee ourselves in that kind of a thing. And that's what we were talking about. And then I think, Bird, you started burning up in the comments. People were like reacting to what you were saying because you said that you were in a thruple at one point. Yeah. Okay. So go ahead, Frank. You look like so, you were about to fire off a question. Yeah. What we, we are, as people who don't know what that's like, Pussies. we're very, oh. but what about being in a thruple? We are curious to what that entails, who, how it works. Um, well, let me set the table. Let's lay some ground, ground rule questions here. Yeah. How long were you in this thruple for? Um, it lasted about a year. A okay. year. That's pretty good. Mm -hmm. Okay. And how did it come about? Was this... Okay, because this is the question. I don't know how this happens. Do you join a couple... Does somebody join your relationship? Do three so people was, randomly meet one night in a club and decide this is working? Let's keep this going. I was already in a marriage and we actually introduced a third into the marriage. Into a marriage? Yes. That's a bigger deal than just a relationship, Frank. I don't know if you knew that. That is that's more of a commitment, I think. Okay, so how long were you married for? Oh, we were married for about a decade or so by that point. So that's okay. like a hundred years in real people time. That's a long time. <laughs> and okay. you both decided this is something we want to explore. This is something yeah, and we talked for I would say a good five or six years before we actually did anything about it. It was a very long discussion first. Okay. I've been talking to Cuddles for about five years about going on a diet. So I think any day now it's going to start, which is it'll, exciting. It'll click in. It'll click yeah. in. Yeah. <laughs> You'll build up the nerve to introduce that salad. All right. So you were, <laughs> so you were married to a guy? Yes. Okay. And did you introduce a guy or a girl? A female. A female. Okay. Mm -hmm. So he won the argument? <laughs> I mean, I did. I think I think. Okay. All right. Got it. Out here. I'm I'm bisexual. Um, and so I think that's it kind of came up more like I have some needs um, that aren't being fulfilled by a man. And so, again, after about five or six years of talking about boundaries and making sure everyone was comfortable, um, he agreed to let me, you know, have the other half of what I want. This is fascinating, Frank. This is the word that always comes up that I can't wrap my head around comfortable seems like everybody in these situations is making sure everybody's comfortable and i just i can't that, imagine being comfortable well that's the big that's the big thing who are yeah. you comfortable with it everybody's got to be on board i'm sure it's got to be a mutual decision you have to come to the agreement and everybody's got to be happy or else it 
I can't see it working, you know, if everybody's not happy. I would say the trickiest part was finding the third person because, I mean, they have to respect the boundaries as well. Mm -hmm. And a lot of what we ran into while we were, you know, dating a third was women that didn't understand the dynamic. They thought we were in a competition or that it was more his idea than my idea. I think they thought maybe they were joining um, to be with him more than me is what we ran across um, quite a bit. Okay, so you dated for a while. Is that, mm -hmm. right? Is that right? Okay. Yeah. All right, well, let me start with this, because this is this is what I'm really fascinated by. Who brings that up? Okay, obviously, you bring it up first. And how do you bring that up? Because that is such a delicate moment, I feel. Um, all right, so it actually came up as like dirty talk during sex at first and kind of graduated from there of, Hey, I, I don't want to just talk about it during sex. I actually want to do it. Okay. So you finish up around with your hubby and he looks at you and goes, that was all like just dirty talk. Right. And you were like, <laughs> actually. Right. I mean, essentially. Yeah. Huh? Okay. And then now you then you started. It was a, an agreement. You had a discussion, a conversation, and you started talking it. Wait, no, for like five wait, or six wait. years. Did he cry? Like, Did he cry? <laughs> when no. he's, he didn't cry. No. Better than I would have done, Frank. You would have cried. I would have been like, yeah, sure, let's talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you always cry after after sex, anyway. Yeah, listen, I know I don't fulfill my wife. It's just hearing it come out of her mouth. It would be the devastating part. You know what I mean? That's what would be a little tricky for me. Anyway. Um, all right. So it was dirty talk then. But what how does it get down to like, oh, let's real. Like, I want to know about that moment. Are you having breakfast? Is it like, you know, make a dinner? What's happening here where you're like, hey, by the way, all that shit I've been saying thinking about trying it for reals i don't i mean it was so long ago that i really don't remember the context of getting more serious about it um but like the first thing we did was try um craigslist actually because that was before there was really any websites for this kind of stuff right and we weren't really bar goers i don't really know if we would have been comfortable picking up a woman that way anyway because we wanted to have a discussion with her first about, hey, this isn't just a hookup. We're actually looking for someone to join the relationship. Um, and so Craigslist kind of segued us into meeting some of the women. Okay. And so how many women did you date? Did you try out? Um, I Like three or four. Um, and the first time it really was just more of a hookup because we, I don't know, I guess wanted to see if the jealousy was going to be a problem, make sure it wasn't going to be a deal breaker. Um, and then there was one chick that we hung out with and dated for probably about three or four months before we actually got intimate with her. Um, and then we found a girl on Facebook um, and she's actually the one that was with us for about nine months. And uh, she lived with us for the last, like, two months of the relationship. Hmm. Now, did she, um, and of course, this probably goes without saying, but 
feel free not to answer any of these questions uh, or any questions we ask. It's all personal stuff for you. Uh, but was she, how was it like in the household? Was she, was it all equal, uh, like chores and things like that? Does it, <laughs> what? Well, <laughs> at, we had to clean the windows the is what we want to know. No, <laughs> I'm saying, is it, is it three people working, you know, equally to run the household or is it, you know, it's a, a roommate that doesn't have equal say in the house or, you know. How's okay, that? so we have two children together. So as far as that went, it was understood that, you know, we're the parents. She doesn't do any of the parenting. Obviously, she was allowed to, you know, have boundaries and tell the kids no. But if there was ever any issues, she would come to us. Um, and at the time, me and my husband both were working. So she kind of just stayed home and took care of the house for us. All right. I'm also fascinated by this. It seems like there was a lot of socialness to it where you were like going on dates and like talking to people and hanging out with people. That sounds like my nightmare. Like that's nothing I want to be doing. Like, you know, like once you get married, you're like out of that stuff. Now you're back into that stuff. Is that weird being like buying people drinks or having people over for drinks or that kind of shit? It was, I don't, I would say there was actually like a comfort to having a partner um, in dating instead of kind of being out all on your own in that situation. See, I wonder if it's weird for the third person coming in then to be like, fuck, I'm like outnumbered. Like, I don't know what I'm doing here. Well, that's, well, that's the difference. Definitely, right. It was an obstacle that we would, you know, try to get over, but some women couldn't. Um, they felt like a third will. And I could understand that because, again, we had a 10-year marriage already established at that point. Right. So now, how did you get past, like, do you, you have to go out with them a few times in order to build trust and get to know them? I mean, how close do you get to their, to their lives, too? Like, uh, are you meeting their family? stuff like that do you get as close as you would to you know as, as you would to your partner that way um okay well first um i wasn't really close to my husband's family either okay. um we were pretty i don't know wrapped up in each other uh we didn't really have much friends and all that as far as that went um we never got around to meeting her family but her family lived in Chicago so I mean that was kind of uh, the biggest reason for that they just never were around to me All right, we you were said kind there was of a... people I guess okay. like... I see now I could see that because I guess your family's far away you're kind of yeah. looking for you know here's a family kind of like ready made they're there you know I could see that okay. All right, I'm curious about how how does it work? Like you said, you went through a couple, one for a, you were social for a little while. I guess. So I'm guessing there was one or two that flat out didn't work out. What happened there? Like, how do you know, like, oh, this is it just like, because I would imagine like, okay, when you go on a date, Frank, right? You're like, oh, okay. Do I like this person? Is it kind of getting along? Whereas in this situation, you're like, do I like this person? But then you also have to look over at your husband and be like, is this working for a hit? Like, how do you do you have those conversations when they get up to go to the bathroom? Like, how does that all work? Um, so we would talk about that after the date. Um, it kind of felt rude to say anything in front of them. Um, and 
so okay so the way we would work it out usually is the first date we would all three go together and then I would go on a date or he would go on a date and then vice versa so that we could have some alone time and then we just kind of reported back to each other like how did it go how did they behave when you guys were alone and trade notes I guess okay wait a second so you went three together and mm-hmm. then the follow-up to that is Individual. one of you would break off and go, followed by then the other one break it off and go. Right. You have your own okay, separate that, individual dates. That takes a lot of trust. Yeah. Um, trust is a weird word for it. I think it's just you you have to be willing to let go of any control. Like It's, it's either going to blow up in your face or it isn't. I think is more the attitude of I guess that's trust. Right. Hmm. Like just it's adventurous. It's going out there and it's like it's like dating before, you know, before Anthony and I were married. It's just like dating. You go out there and you just you put yourself out there and you you hope the other person feel like an old person. Remember remember dating kids back before you were just (laughs) swiping. We used to actually go out on dates. Go out and and talk to people (laughs) and put you well, no, I'm serious. You put yourself out there. And that's what you'd have to do in this situation. It would just be you would have to discuss it with your husband and say, all right, yes or, or no, do you like her, do you not like her? Whether you know, were there people who came close, but there was one thing that was you're like, nah, I don't like this about this this person. Right. But it's true though, we put ourselves out there a lot more in the past than you do now, where you just present your best self on, you know, a couple of pictures on a dating app. And then, you know, yeah, you still have to go out and do it eventually. But it wasn't like back in the day where you were just out there to begin with. You never had that little like, you know, a little bit of technology to help you get through that kind of stuff. All right. So that's interesting. So I so was that the case for all the girls like you all broke off on your own dates or were there somewhere it was like it didn't even get past the first uh, encounter? Sure, there was at least one or two where you just kind of got, I don't know, it's a weird vibe that you got off people, which again, just like with any dating, you can go on a date and you just kind of like, you don't jive with that person. Yeah. yeah. So there was a couple that way, sure. And was this all on Craigslist or were you meeting people? Oh, you said through Facebook. You, it was the last one. Yeah, the, the one that we actually ended up in a long-standing relationship was uh, from Facebook. But at one point we were on um a website. I don't know if I'm allowed to say names. We were on a website that was actually, you know, tailored for this. It know, wasn't J date joining a, a couple. It Do wasn't Christian Mingle. Yeah, that was it. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. <laughs> All <laughs> right. Farmers only. <laughs> All right. And so is that like any other time where, okay. So like, and my wife can attest to this, like, I'm one of those people where I am going to really make sure that the the girl wants to be here and in this situation and likes to be like you know so i can't imagine like how do you broach that especially like over facebook like oh hey we're like do you put it out there like we're a couple looking and is anybody available or is it more like you you three hung out as friends at first um anytime that we actually hung out with somebody they knew from the get-go like as soon as we met up what the intention was um it was never just hang out as friends and then go from there it was always you know let's go on a date just putting cards on the table this is what it is Mm -hmm. 
So how does that conversation start over Facebook with this person? I had actually reached out to her and we were being friendly and whatnot. And I just, I don't know, I was open and honest. I told her, you know, I like you, but I am married. We're looking for a third. You know, you just, you're open and honest. It's very important to be completely open and honest. What does she say? Because I can imagine that a girl who's looking for another girl is maybe not open to like looking for another girl and guy. That might not be their first inclination. Yeah, she was hesitant at first. You know, a lot of, are you sure about this? And how is this not going to cause problems? She had a lot of questions and I just answered them to the best of my ability. And she had to take a leap of faith too, you know? Sure. There's too much leaping of faith. (laughs) There's too much leaping for me. There's too much stalking (laughs) and socializing. I would be, I'd be worried that, all right, does she, like if there was a third girl, a third woman in our, in our relationship, I'd be like, well, does she like my wife more than me? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'd be a little, there's that jealousy factor. Because you're insecure. Like every, right. yeah. Right. Like you every, cannot be jealous in these situations. You let that if, you're, go, right? if you're the jealous type, right, this is not for you. Right. Yeah. You both got to be open to it, of course, 100%. And you were both on board. That's great. She was on board. Now, I don't want to rush the, the, conversation but uh, can you feel comfortable talking about how it ended or why it ended the long term um i was gonna ask why it started (laughs) why don't we start there actually uh she got addicted to drugs and with us having our children in the home and everything you know just we couldn't put up with that so it ended pretty pretty much for that reason goddamn drugs ruin a good thing how about that frank yeah that'll do it See kids say no to drugs. All right. So I'm, I want to go back to how it started. Like, so, okay. So you, you approach that subject. Do you guys go out the three of you and then you follow it up with those individual dates afterwards? Yeah. And then how does that work? Cause again, this seems, I don't know why I need this to be fair in my head, Frank, like how I got Like, how does this work? Like you and your husband decide and then check with her. Cause that kind of seems unfair to me that you guys get to decide first. Well, they're coming. She's coming into a, an already established relationship, so it's. I feel like the marriage, the married couple, the established couple, kind of overrules every now and then. Maybe I don't know, but there has to be. Yeah, is that is the married couple mostly in charge, or is it a three equal say? Three you person? you have to really try to make it as equal as equal. possible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, again, you're giving up beginning. a lot of control. Right. Okay. All right. So when do you and your husband have the conversation of like, oh, I think this is something we want to move forward with? Um, with her, it I mean, it was basically right after he had gotten done having a date with her by himself. Did you go um, first and then he went or he went first? Yeah. Yeah. I went and had a date with her by myself first. And no okay. real like rhyme or reason to that. It just kind of happened that way. Okay. And do you like, do you say this to her? Like, here's how it works. We're all going to go out. Then you're going to go out with me. Then you're going to go out with him. And then she goes, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. I mean, a lot smoother and more charming than that. Um, A little more organic. Yeah. Anthony's (laughs) not the the most smooth person. Well, I find that interesting because I don't even like, where do you come up with a plan like that? Do you read about it somewhere? Does somebody else tell you about like, oh, this is probably the way you want to go about doing it. 
Um, we, I mean, in the five or six years we talked about it, I think we covered every base there was to cover. So in the five or six years we talked, we, we discussed, you know, how we wanted that to go. You set up your own rules and your own way of, of going about it. Uh, okay. Right. We had been talking for at least three or four years about setting this up and arranging this, um, before we even figured out what poly was and what triads were, um, we didn't know there were actual like labels for what we were trying to accomplish. Okay. Yeah, I'd be like, do I have to move to Utah? Like, how does this work? Is there a license to fucking get? Like, what are we, you know? All right, now let me ask you a question. Do you get, because I'm gonna, okay, here, Cuddles, everybody's praising Cuddles for having a good question. Is it more of a physical relationship or an emotional relationship? Um, all right. So I would say the same way it seems to go for um, men and women, uh, typically, maybe is the best way to put that. Men are more physical, women are more emotional. So I would say we had more of an emotional connection, whereas my husband probably had more of a physical connection with her. All right. And then when you go out on these individual dates, is there a moment of intimacy or is there a kiss? Do you wonder if he kissed her? Does he wonder if you kissed her when you get home? So for us, or at least for me personally, I encouraged him to be intimate with her on their alone date because I didn't want her to feel like a third will. You know, it was kind of important that he treated her the same way he treats me. But is that before you went on on your date? No, he went on a date with her after me. That's what I'm saying. Like, did you go out on your date and then you go to him? Oh, be intimate with her. Or was that a rule established before you went out on your date? It was a rule established beforehand. Yeah, because yeah, it has to be the, the 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 no jealousy part of it. Like, if you're going to be intimate, that's got to be it's got to be OK. Yeah, but that would eat at me. First of all, this would all eat. At you're me. not like, built. You, it's not your that's not your thing. I'm not built for this. Yeah. Second of all, I, I would be like, why is she telling me this? Is that because she wants to be like, you know, that's what I would be thinking every step of the you, way. You couldn't handle, you couldn't no. handle this. Nope. Yeah, it sounds like you would overthink it way too much. Yes. Yeah. Frank, <laughs> would that be inaccurate? That would be absolutely accurate. <laughs> and you don't overthink much. <laughs> <laughs> this would be one of those things. Yeah. I would probably be the same way. I'd be like, what are they doing now? I, I, I'd call them up, texting them. What's going on? You guys getting along? What's happening? Like, is there any like checking up on them, or you just let them go have their day? Yeah, what do you, you do? Wait till they come back for the story. You at home or... streaming a movie, or what are you doing while they're out on a date? Yeah, you just yeah, I, I stayed home and hung out with the kids. I was kind of the babysitter for the night, but they were my own kids, so I guess not not <laughs> a babysitter. My son says that to me. He's like, "Dad, are you gonna babysit us when mom has to go?" I'm like, "Well, oh, that's I, more that's... accurate." <laughs> You're more of the babysitter than me. All right. Anyway, you brought up a good question now. What do you tell the kids? Like, what do you say? Where's dad? Like, what do you say to them? Um, I, they never asked where dad was at when they were out alone. Uh, the tricky part was when she moved in and trying to get them to understand because we weren't really open. Uh, the rest of my family and the rest of his family didn't know that we had this arrangement. Um, so we were kind of hiding it from the kids in the house. Hmm. She was more um, just a friend that lived with us. But they were so young. Like um, my youngest was six months old at the time, um, six months to a year old. So she didn't ask any questions. 
and my oldest was about six. And yeah, we just kind of sold it to her as this is our friend and she lives with us. Right. Yeah, it's funny. Kids don't question shit like that. Like, it was the same way with the pandemic with my kids. Like, we wear masks now. They're like, oh, okay, we're wearing masks now. You know? And then one day it was like, we're not wearing masks anymore. And they're like, oh, okay. All right, whatever. If it yeah. comes back, let me know. <laughs> they just kind of go along with it. All right, interesting. All right, so you guys go out on your dates. And then, like I said, do you, the two of you, you and your husband sit down and go, okay, are we going to move forward with this? What's that conversation like? Yeah. Um, so we kind of check in with each other after that first date, all three together. And then we check in after our individual dates um, and just, you know, kind of, do you want to keep going? Wait, did you ask him if something happened with them on the date? No. You don't you get like ask. the rundown of this is what we did on our date. How was did the he ask about you? No. Wow. See, how's it work? It, it would kill you. You and me too. I'd be like, what did you guys do? Yeah. Where'd you go? What, what happened? Give me a play-by-play -play of everything. That's why the you know, the whole thing, it wouldn't work for me. It wouldn't work for Anthony. Yeah. We're not. We're yeah, not no, we just that. talked about more like what the conversation was about, how the vibe was. Um, I didn't need to know details if they, you know, kissed and held hands or whatever. All right. Hmm. Hey. If now that was how long ago was the was the, the longest one was probably the was that the last one or was there more since? No, that was the last one. It's like extremely hard to find that right person anyway. Mm -hmm. And um, I think after that one blew up in our face, but not for the reason you would think a triad would blow up in your face. It was just more she ended up with a drug problem. Um, but we just kind of decided the chances of finding another person like her was one in a billion. And we kind of just didn't want to try anymore after that. I, you know, I would imagine, Frank, and you, Bird, you tell me if I'm wrong here. It's easier probably to find a hookup in that scenario yes. than a long-term relationship. Much easier, yes. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that sounds like it would make sense, yeah. But uh, I'm sure, I mean, that seems like a whole separate... Yeah, you're right. A whole separate thing. There's hookups, and then there's we're looking for a third partner. Right. You know, it's got to be equal. We're looking for long term. I mean, I'm sure there's, I don't, there's probably not apps. I don't know, but there's probably scenarios and, and online stuff that people are looking for that too. I'm sure. No. Yeah. I'm sure, you run it, ran into that a few times, but again, mm -hmm. it's a process, and it took you a, lo a while to find. Even uh, the the last one, right? So. Yeah. It's right. a lot of work. Yeah, yeah. So now I'm because I'm thinking about when you, if, if Frank's questions bounce around in my head about who who washes the windows, whose responsibility that is. But now I'm thinking about this, and it, was it even harder when you guys weren't living together because you and him were living together, and she is still kind of this third thing out there, like. Was that a difficult thing? Like when you got to see each other, was it relegated just to weekends, you know, because of the kids and shit? How did that part well, work out? I mean, that was one thing that was nice about it. Um, we did a lot more of individual dates than all together because, you know, I'd watch the kids while he went or he'd watch the kids while I went. And but it so is that would like, continue. Right. That continue. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, OK. See, I just assume right. that every just like any other relationship, you know, like. 
you you date for a while before anything gets too serious. I just assumed that it had to be the three of you all together every time. No, she said before you you go on you, you go on the individual dates and you come back and the... I thought that was just like after the first round. Like I thought after that was done. I don't know why I'm thinking about this as like a reality show. I don't know why I think there's like rounds and levels, but I just thought I just assume when you went out on that individual date for the first time, then after that you're like, it's okay, all, now it's every, all everybody's together, right? Yeah, that's no, what it's whenever it's whoever feels like going out. If you know person one and person two goes out, then person two and three Is that how goes it works? out. Like, did you just yeah. say, hey, I feel like going out with whoever? Or I want to go to the movies. Who's coming with? Right, or she would ask one of us out or whatever. Now, eventually, she did kind of get sick of, like, we were always together, me and my husband, and she was kind of left out. So that is, like, what pushed us into having her move in. Hey. Now, does she date other people at this time, or are, is there, like, an exclusivity arrangement here? Do you have, like, that talk? Right, like, as weird as it may sound, the three of us were monogamous. Okay, yeah, it was that does sound weird. <laughs> Triogamous? Tri I don't know. Yeah, triogamous. That sounds better. <laughs> so, yeah, it was just the three of you, no outside uh, dating, just between, just among the three of you. All right, now right. here's a weird question. You know, it's like a Tuesday night, you know, and you put the kids to bed, done from work and whatever, and you and your husband decide to get intimate. Do you feel like you're betraying her? So usually how we would handle that is sometimes we would call her and um, kind of like talk to her through our intimacy um, or we would take pictures and videos and send it to her. So we would include her the best we could when we were alone together. But that's, that wasn't always necessary because if you guys are doing your own thing, if two or three of you are doing your own thing, that was always okay. Right. But and that right, like, have to um, be... if if me and her were together, we didn't call my husband or take pictures or do videos. If my husband and her were together, same. It was only when me and my husband were together that we would kind of share with her. Okay, so would your husband go out and be with her intimately without you? Yeah. And that was okay with you. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's part of the that's part of the whole uh, the whole thing, and it's either yeah it's. It's, one, no, one, no. Yeah. Okay, it's kind no of hard bullshit. to explain. Okay, is that, is that okay with you from the jump, or does it take a little getting used to? Uh, straight out sex, it took a little while. Um, as far as kind of giving that permission of them to do that alone. Um, I don't I don't know how to put that. It's a it's a weird thing. Whenever you love two people at the same time, you want her to feel loved by him too. So I would, after we had reached a point of an understanding that we were going to keep going forward, I wanted them to be intimate alone together. It was important. That's, yeah, okay, so you love you want you want the best for each partner. Right. I, I loved and cared about her, too. So I didn't want her being neglected. She was also bisexual. So she wanted the intimacy with a, a man. So I wanted so you, her to have that. You fell in love with you. Now you both fell in love with her, you think, at the same time? Or do you think you fell in love with her? 
Uh, I would say my sh- my feelings were stronger than his. Um, but I mean, he claimed love too after a certain point. All right, now Paul has an interesting question here. Um, what if she got pregnant? Did you guys talk about that? Yeah, we were just ready to, you know, add that kid to our family. They would have just become siblings to our kids. No, uh, no weird feelings about that either. That would be you feel good with that. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, pregnancy is part of what can happen, right? So I mean, you you yeah. just you accept it with what you're getting yourself into. <laughs> Tell me about it. Learn that the hard way. Treated the same <laughs> way as if two people got pregnant. Right. This is just a, an extension of that, I guess. I don't know. When my wife got pregnant, I screamed at her. How could this happen? My life. So there was a lot of crying and a lot of emotions in that. So <laughs> Misfit Mafia in the chat in the chat is saying Frank's acting like he knows what's up. I never know what's up. <laughs> so uh, if I'm acting like I know what's up, it's, it's false. <laughs> uh, no, I feel like I have a good handle on on how this how how you don't it have works. a good handle. You have oh, no handle. No handle. No, but I feel like I, I understand more. I definitely understand how this would work more. It's not something, you know, that's not for everybody. Everybody has their individual uh, needs and, and, and relationships. And this is a, another beautiful one that, that could work for people that could work, not work for other people. I get it. Well, no, nobody's judging her, but I just, I, I can't. I cannot fathom, even now, as you're saying it, and it all sounds wonderful and making sense. Can't no, get you, past it. You can't fathom it for yourself, but I can exactly. see how it works. For I could see it takes work, I would imagine. Yes. But it, but yeah. I can see how with work and time and patience and no jealousy, which is the, that's a big. I have none of the all those things you just named. I have none I, of them. That's why it wasn't wouldn't work for us. We don't, you know, we're not built for that. We're, it's not. Our I don't know thing. if you caught my reaction when she said like we dated, and I was like, oh my god, like t- time and effort and trying, and I have to look good and smell good and be interesting. Yeah, and you gave up looking good and smelling good a long time ago. <sighs> long time ago, <laughs> when those Crocs and socks went on, baby. That's, that's when that shit ended. I literally just bought a new pair of Skechers, by the way. Uh, he's just awful. Just I'm, awful. I'm digging my heels into those sketches. Baby. <laughs> it's good stuff. But no, right. I have a better understanding now that now that Bird has filled us in on on how it works. The you know the the whole uh, rundown of it and what to expect. I have a better understanding. I think it's great that we're able to talk about it like this. Um, and can't thank you enough for being so open with us about it. Yeah, uh, no worries. Uh, and amazing. I would say. If you ask, you know, five different throuples, you're going to get five different answers on how it worked and why it's very tailored. It's a very tailored kind of dynamic. That makes sense because it has to be. I mean, for depending on the dynamic of the couple that starts or how how it all comes together, because I'm sure there are different ways that it would start. You know, it doesn't have to start with a marriage and then someone coming in it could start with just three people dating all at once. And who knows where that goes? Paige, this is true. I don't want to go to the movies with friends, let alone find a third <laughs> person. Forget it. 
Susan's on my page. She's too lazy for a thruple. Yeah, the laziness is going to get in the way for me, Frank. I can't. Uh, it seems like a lot of work. A lot of you, work. You are not built for that, my friend. Yeah. All right. Now, Bird, barring, I mean, I understand she unfortunately had some issues and that didn't end well. That's got to be heartbreaking. Was it was it all worth it? Like in the end, like and would you seek it again? I don't regret it. Um, it's hard to say if I would seek it again. Um, I'm I don't know. I'm not good with relationships anymore. I'm in a bad spot for all of that. Um, maintaining one relationship is hard enough these days. So I don't know if I'd want to maintain two at the same time anymore. Yeah. Yeah, it's all that's tough. very personal and stuff that you do, you know, years ago you were ready for it and you and you did it right. and it, you didn't regret it. That's great. Now it all works different... out the way that it could, you know. Yeah. I say I I don't regret it at all. I'm very glad it happened. Great. Yeah, now you're at a different point in your life, different things happening. And that's not what you want. So that's great. You know, whatever you're well, Crocs cancel any chip. <laughs> Paul with the with the insight here, brilliant words. Crocs cancel any chance of a threesome. I think that's true. I think that that checks out. Wait, hold on, hold on. I think it depends on the quality of that checks out of threesome you're looking for. I thought you were talking about the Croc. No, because I have I have the nice ones. I paid for the more expensive ones. Now, can I ask? Do you? Uh, I think I don't know if you answered this yet. Uh, I can't remember. But did you? Do you still speak with? With her, the third uh, woman. Not, not anymore. Um, but I did for a couple years after the the relationship had ended. Me and my husband both did. Okay. Any like, um, hope she's doing well. You know. I, that, I don't. Last her, last right I heard, bird? she was in prison. Yeah, to <laughs> so. hell with her. She's getting what she deserves, right? <laughs> Breaks Please. Bird's heart. How dare she? Yeah. All right. I, uh, screw her then. Yeah, I'm on Team Bird. I don't know about you, Frank. We're on Bird's side. We got to make T-shirt Team Bird. All right. Oh no. All right, that's interesting. Is there anything else you want to say that the two idiots you're talking to didn't cover or covered unfairly? No, I I think it went pretty well, guys. Okay. Can't thank you enough for sharing. Yeah. Such great, you know, experience. Your great experience with us and. uh, Yeah. No worries. Yeah, I mean, this was very eye-opening and. We, I learned. I learned a lot. It's, it's, it's. Listen, a lot of work. let's be honest, Frank. This was a tryout for JSAP's position, and he did very, very well, very well. So yeah, get in touch. <laughs> Plus, I think this was also a manual for J for JSAB's on her thruple, <laughs> her upcoming thruple. Yeah, well, oh, she, well, she she only vacation thruples. That's what her problem is. That's a whole separate uh, thing. That's a different thing altogether. Yeah. That yes, works. There's a lot of thanks coming to you in the chat, Bird. I think everybody appreciates your honesty and you putting yourself out there. It's yeah. very nice of you to do that. Yeah, yeah everybody. No Jimmy Coco Pop. Uh, thanks, Bird. Totally open and honest. Fascinating stuff. Paige. Anthony, tell Bird we'd all thank her. And, and she should read the compliments on the chat. There's a lot. A lot of love yeah, coming lot. at you, Bird. A lot of love. Thank you, Bird. Awesome. I appreciate thank it. Thank you, everybody. So, all right. Cool. Have a good one. It. See you all back right. in the chat. Yeah. Bye, guys. Thank you again. Yeah, there goes Bird, Frank. I learned a lot there. Yeah. Too much work for us. <laughs> Way too much work. And I don't think we can handle the jealousy. I know I wouldn't be able to be uh, to 
I'd be, I'd be too jealous. I'd be like, no, no. <laughs> Way... I need to know. I need to know every detail of that date. Yeah. Yeah. I understand how it works for some people, and that's great. Okay. I don't think it's for me. But stop right there. Don't you find that fascinating? To me, that is fascinating. Of course it it is. It will endlessly be. This is what I'm fascinated by lately. And it goes, there's the spectrum here. That works well for her, not for us. Why? I also find it fascinating, like, I like women. Some men like men. Why? You know, I also find it fascinating, like, I always had a thing for brunettes. Always. Why? Like, how? Why did that happen? Like, why do I have such an affinity for Dave Matthews? Like, we're you and I are so similar. We're so, like, there are so many things that we enjoy. Hockey and fucking sign. I mean, you name all the similarities. You could not be more foreign to Dave Matthews. And I could not enjoy that music more. And I, why? How does that happen? I, I find that fascinating. Yeah, it's just part of who you are. It's your, you know, it's what you were. I, but why? Your personality. It's what how it does, is. like, I we see it in we like, yeah, it's got, we're I not, see it in my kids. Not, go ahead. Well, and I'm sorry, go ahead. No, 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 I'm saying we're not, we don't share DNA. We're not, you know, genetically, everybody's got a different, different tastes and everything. You're not going to run into the two people who are exactly the same. Yeah, but I it's feel not like even, even that. twins. I mean, you know, you're going to have uh, some, maybe a twin who doesn't like this or, you know, everybody has their different things, that, but you're saying why it's DNA. It's your, it's the way you're made up. It's just who you are. I mean, that's, and I, I that's what I, and... my question still remains is why, like I watch my kids and I watch like what they're into and you know, who like moves towards pretzels and who moves towards chocolate and i just look at it and i try and understand where is that coming from and how does that develop and i i i can't i have no it's and it's well that's the whole nature versus nurture thing i mean uh there are scientists that study that around the clock you know is it uh do you is your like for dave matthews because you were brought up around dave matthews and you were introduced to it and it just struck a chord with you because of experiences in your life, or is it something in your DNA that, that you just like that kind of feeling you get when you listen to it? You know, it's, it's an ongoing thing. I think a lot of, you know, definitely the sexuality stuff is DNA. It's in born, it's in you. It's who you are. It's what you're, how you're born. It's how you were made. You're just, that's what you're, makeup is whatever whatever your sexuality that's that's born that way where am i did did we uh did i get cut out yeah a little bit you were saying we're born that way you were you were quoting lady gaga songs i I was quote i was quoting lady gaga (laughs) um you know whether or not you have a bad romance uh you just gotta keep that (laughs) poker face and just dance No, but it, you know. Well done. Thank you. Well done. Thank you. But you know, with in terms of sexuality, being if you're straight, if you're gay, if you're bi, if you're this or that, that's your genetic makeup. That's who you are on the inside. That's that's how you're born, and it, and it develops over time. Um, but 
you know, with with stuff like that, it's it's an interesting question. People people come up with you know, people have these studies, nature versus nurture. That's a it's a, an ongoing you know, scientific question. I like this, uh, Frankie Gaga, philosophical Frankie Gaga. That could be when you get when you start to wax poetic, maybe we call you Frankie Gaga. I'm telling you, Lady Gaga speaks a lot of truth. I'm a fan. I like Lady Gaga. She knows what she's talking about. <laughs> she's she's very, on her ear. She is very wise. And she's hey, she's she's smart. She's a great uh leader to a lot of people. She's you know very supportive to you know, a lot of people, a lot of different types of people. So it's great. I think it's all the time she spent with Tony Bennett, to be honest with you. But I don't want to, like, you know, take her Tony down. Tony Bennett's great. He's just such a great guy. Tony He's so great, man. He's great. Everything's great. I think that's great. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's all great. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, you know. with Okay, uh, here's. This is interesting from Bird. I didn't realize I was bi until 25. I didn't realize I was a Steely Dan fan until I was like 32. So I, I kind of get it. It's a little different, but I kind of get it. Yeah. No, so it just everybody has their own when when they realize moment. Yeah. Like, well, like I heard Steely Dan in my life and I was like, that is that sucks. And then one day I heard a Steely Dan song and I'm like, what, the, what am I even missing? This is fucking great. A little different, but sure. It's, it's quite different, but this whatever, is the closest I can get. So. Whatever helps you understand <laughs> yeah. that everybody comes to their own realizations yeah, uh, at different times. No, but it's true, though. And, like, I can remember the moment I, like, fell for, like, Dave Matthews, like, that sound. This, I can remember the song. And I remember the, the moment I was hooked, and I still don't know why. Like, I don't understand why that appeals to me so much and is, like, like nails on a chalkboard to you like it doesn't and most by, by, like, by when i say you i mean you and all of our friends it's not like nails on a it's you know there is a pre i do have some appreciation for for his, some of his music I, I can't say that oh my god i oh my it's it's excruciating because i appreciate the talent that is involved i just i'm rarely in the mood for dave matthews there's only so much blank 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 all right, but like right, you, right, you know right. what I mean, though. It's like like you fucking love Star Wars. You like six of the other of our friends fucking love, oh, Star, love Wars. Star Wars. I'm thinking, I don't know. I'm thinking about it. now. That you brought up my love for Star Wars. My I ju we just finished our basement. All the yeah. walls are just painted white right now. And what I was thinking was painting Star Wars scenes all over the the basement. This is why you're never gonna get a threesome going. This is why you're never gonna have a throuple. That well, is the that's okay. That is like that is the crux of a basement. It's fucking Star Wars scenes. That's that was that's been my dream since I since I'm ten, to have <laughs> to have a house where I could just paint whatever I want on the walls. <laughs> now, was there a wife in this dream? Because I don't see how those two things mix. To be totally yeah, somehow honest. somehow, she's very supportive of me wanting to paint whatever I want down here. Did you say very or two? I couldn't hear you too what about what too supportive no very supportive very supportive. she's a fucking saint she is she's like yeah paint whatever you want down there that's go for it and i'm thinking i'm looking around i'm going this would be you know luke skywalker would be good right there with his lights this and that. so she's delegated you to the basement you are now 
here you go, idiot. Here's your area that you can fuck up as much as you want, and I don't have to look at it because you're no, down there. No, because because she this is her area too. She bring her friends down here too. Have her, you yeah, know. I'm sure she wants to bring her friends down for fucking tea and drinks. I look at fucking R two D two on the wall. Uh, yeah. Who wouldn't? <laughs> Who doesn't want to have a drink in the Star Wars cantina surrounded by aliens? <laughs> You're two months away from making that TikTok where they go, now I have adult money and I could buy all these fucking. <laughs> well, it's not even, a, I mean, all it is is paint. All I got to do is it's just, it's time consuming. It's a huge undertaking. If if I start it, I have to, I have to keep going. And I'm, I'm afraid to start it because once I'm locked in. Yeah. It's a project. It becomes. That's a how I feel about Stranger Things, to be honest with you. Well, Stranger Things is, is worth it because it's good. It's such a good show. This is how I feel about anything. I don't know what it is. Perhaps it's our age, but everything seems like a chore to me these days. Everything. It's it's our age. And it's, I don't know, it's a little laziness, I guess. But So, can I, all right, let me tell you this. Let me bring in, I'm going to bring inside Cuddles and I relationship. We had to come to a big couple's decision. Mm -hmm. We had to buy a new refrigerator. Okay? It's a big deal. What decision could there be? Does it run? <laughs> Does it keep things cold? Great. Does it fit in this spot? Oh, please don't. What's what's me, the what's the argument here? Let me tell. No, there's no. I, my wife is the easiest person to get along. I'm the difficult one because I got to research. First of all, I have to research four thousand things before I could buy anything. This time, you could ask her. This time, I was like, pick whatever. I was like, I don't have it in me. I just don't. But so now here's the. But here's why I bring this up. We have cabinets over our refrigerator. Now, the one that we bought is taller and will not fit with those cabinets. Well, whose fault is that? It's nobody's fault because every fridge, every fridge was like bigger. Like there was no, uh, you so know. Now you got to what, redo the cabinets? So now I know I have to, and, and there's, there's a lip under the cabinet. So I got to shave like a half an inch off of that thing. And I've known about this since Wednesday. And I am just using every excuse in the book what do you mean shave a half? And you got to cut a notch out of your cabinet. Yeah, because it'll be fine. It just barely doesn't make it. So if I just take a little half an inch notch out of it, because, you know, when you look at the cabinet, it's got the face to it and the, the cabinet's up like an inch. So if I just notch that half an inch out, it will be fine. And I there's a part of me that keep, I keep thinking to myself. Maybe if I just pay the guys who are coming to install it a couple extra bucks, they'll do it for like I just I know I gotta pull the fridge out myself, detach the fucking water line. This is like the levels. Shit. Where are the levels? Show me the levels. <laughs> the bet was the level. You're not gonna do this thing. You're gonna pay someone to come in. I wouldn't do it either because I'm afraid like something like that, I would screw up. I would I'd measure, I'd but I'd be like chiseling it away, like, oh god, what do I do? How yeah. do you, I wouldn't even, do you take it off and saw it or do you just chisel? What do you do? I was looking because the, the, the bitch is the fridge that's there now. So you kind of got to take it out, yeah, which then leaves my sawing. family without a refresh. So I can't really do that until Sunday night because no, this pull, is supposedly coming Monday. I've seen you. You just pull your kit, your, your refrigerator out. You keep it plugged in and you just work around. I know, but there's a water line too that's attached. Oh, because you got the, the water coming through. The water the in there. So I got to get that out. And I know there's like a copper pipe and not a flex pipe, which should be there. 
it's a copper pipe, so I don't want to fucking bend that and get at it. The whole fucking thing. I can't. I just feel like the whole thing is going to be a nightmare. Oh, it is. But it's a nightmare you're going to have to deal with eventually uh, because that fridge is. When is the fridge coming? The new one? Monday. So what the hell? you got two days. Are you going to do it? Or I don't know if the guys who deliver fridges are going to start chiseling away at your. I don't think so. Because. I'm sure whoever you bought the fridge from is a company that has some kind of reputation. And if they start chiseling away at your cabinets and they mess it up, yeah. are they liable for it? And I'm sure they don't have insurance to cover chiseling know. cabinets. I don't They're know. not going to do that, dude. You're going to have to bite the bullet on that one. I know. I got to figure this out. It's a nightmare. The whole fucking thing is a nightmare. And I, it's funny because I told my wife at one point, I go, forget it. I go, I'm not replacing the cabinets. We got to find one that's lower. And the, God bless her and her patience. She's like, okay. And then as we were like looking at everything, there was just no, like if we get a smaller one, first of all, we're staying away from one brand. Okay. The brand of our current refrigerator. And I don't want to slam anybody, but Samsung makes a fucking shit refrigerator. Never buy Samsung refrigerators. They're all dog shit. Fuck Samsung. They make a great TV, though. Phenomenal TV. Shitty fridge. I think I have a Samsung phone. Yeah. it's. I don't know how their phones are. But anyway, right. that's like the only one that would fit. I think. We didn't even really look because we didn't look this time around. But I, my gut is, having looked at GEs and all these other fucking refrigerators that are fucking three-eighths of an inch taller, I I think that that was the only one that was that fucking size. And that's maybe, why we're in this predicament. Maybe we're going about this all wrong. Maybe you... Maybe you dig a, a half inch out of your floor and just drop it into. The, don't mess with the cabinets at all. Well, here, okay. So here's the other thing that's making me delay this: is these things are all like three fucking pube hairs of an inch. That you know, it's it's all tiny and it's all manufacturing measuring. So you don't really know if it's you don't know if sixty nine inches is really sixty nine inches or is it sixty eight. And three quarters, and you're like, you know, they just put 69 to fucking, you know, so it, it's, it's like it's gonna fit anyway, you know. It's you like don't those, know. it's like those signs you see when you're on a highway or something, and it it that tells you the clearance is 10 feet 11 inches, and you're like, that's more than 10 feet 11 inches. That doesn't that looks like it's like at least 20 feet, right? And you and you're like, well, I guess they do that just so you're not driving a 20 a 19 right. and a half foot thing through there, so. Yeah, they're probably playing it safe with the measurements, but are you going to wait till Monday and then they deliver it until are they going to take your old one out? They're going to take the old one out and I have to at least wait until Sunday because, you know, we have juice and milk and shit. And, like I can't, you know, can it, can it be one of those things where you put the fridge in and it just like pushes the cabinet up a little? That's what I said to my wife. Like, we <laughs> might be able to just fucking wedge this son of a bitch in there. Just shut, you know, I don't crease, know. Crumple cram. You'll do fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, honestly i don't know and that's possible i guess because like cuddle says we don't even use these cabinets they're fucking useless up there you know i think the cabinet just picks up a little you know as you shove that thing in there yeah that's what she said you just maybe like butter up the top of the fridge and just shove them in seriously that's what we were thinking about and i literally said this exact thing to my wife and I, that's why i'm hesitant too it's not just out of the pure laziness but that's why I'm hesitant too to be like maybe I don't want to I don't want to do all this shit and then the thing fucking slides in there and I was like oh I didn't have to fucking do any of this yeah but then, that's but then I can't while the guy's 
bring it fucking by, I can't be like, wait, hold on, guys. Let me see if I can fucking spend <laughs> three hours chiseling this thing out. All right. So now if they get there and, and they start to hook this thing up and they, they figure and they go, oh, this isn't going to fit. They, what are they, they just they have to leave it there. They're maybe they take it back. Maybe that's what I'll do. Yeah, but maybe they'll leave it there. They'll just leave it in the middle of the thing, and then I'll go back and behind it and do it. Maybe that's what we'll do. Because they got to hook up the water thing, and the, is that right. going to reach with the fridge out from under the cabinet? Perhaps not, but maybe if they just kind of set it all up a little bit, and then I just come in and do the final touches, maybe we could do it that way. Maybe that's what we'll do. And this, this Beat my drum nailed. Frankie invents fridge lube. I think fridge lube is the wave of the future. You just... Or appliance lube, actually. Appliance if you're, lube is good. Hey, does your appliance not fit where you want it by about a half an inch? Try a new appliance lube. Yeah. Just lube it up and, and cram it in. What are you going to make it out of? Grease? Regular lube. <laughs> Just put a new new sticker on it. New sticker on it? <laughs> yeah. Appliance lube. Not really a big business plan, but I guess you got something there. Uh, jack me off. Thanks for the $2 super fridge chat. That'll go a long way. Uh there might not be a show Monday. I might be in the ER if, if, if I have to shave this fucking fridge off. Can, can you do the show while you're shaving the fridge? Perhaps. Let me watch you shave this fridge. I mean, if they say they're going to deliver it at 10 a.m. and the show starts at 8.30 p.m., there's a chance I'll still be dealing with this at the same time. So, yes. I, yes. Don't, uh, I don't see how you're getting around either. I mean, do you, have you tried to... Does Do your cabinets give at all? Or are they like bolted in and they're not going to move because uh, if they don't give you're going to either have to shave or I mean something. it's wood I would imagine there's going to be a little give there especially if we're talking about one eighth of an inch I think it is I think there's enough give there for that mm. I don't know I don't, we're gonna I don't know how I've never known a cabinet to, to, to what do you know about cabinets very little <laughs> Very little. Well, actually, that's the next thing we're doing is our kitchen cabinets. We're redoing all the whole oh thing. God. When does it end? I know. When does? But it those are the end? two big things: the basement and the kitchen. And then I think we're good for a little while. Yeah. Then you're gonna buy a new house. You're like, what do we? Do? What do we fucking do all that shit for? Uh, Jack Ant just pulled off a Trump. I'm not gonna say it. I'm not gonna say who makes a shitty fridge. Samsung, but you're allowed to take. You're allowed to take about Samsung. You're good people, but uh, shitty fridge. People say a lot of things about Samsung, and they're not good things. They're sending their fridges through the border. Got to build a fridge wall. Got to build cabinets yeah. so the fridge can't get through the border. I'll Why does Misfit Mafia feel feel sorry for my wife? Paige brings up a good point. We'll get to. I'm sorry, Frank Anthony. This is exactly why Cuddles and you should consider a thruple. A second husband could come in handy for the fridge. There you go. Let me think about it. Is it Bring worth someone having in that house that knows what they're doing? Is it worth having watching somebody nail my wife to have all the the, <laughs> the home things taken care of? Let me think about this. Uh, you know, it's it's a trade off. You, you got to be willing to make that that decision. I, I, don't, a, I don't hear any objections from from Cuddles in the chat. She's <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> there was a funny. There was a Kevin Hart was on some podcast, and he was talking about. Do you know the comedian Big J Okerson? He kind of looks like he kind of is like a second generation Andrew Dice Clay. He's very, very funny. And uh, he was they're both from Philadelphia. They both came up together. Big J, obviously not as popular as Kevin, but very funny. And uh, so Kevin is telling the story to this podcast about 
uh, swinging. That that Big J at one point wanted to swing because he wanted to bang this this woman that he knew. Mm-hmm. And he said the way he said it, it was so fucking funny. He goes, he when after they did it, after it happened, he said he said watching a guy just throttle your wife is not worth any throttle your wife. That's a that's an interesting way to put that. And then he said something about going going over time with your woman or something like just the way he fucking said it was so i'll define the clip well look at the chat here we got uh we got bird and robin saying you don't have to watch well (laughs) bird says you don't have to watch robin says you don't get to watch (laughs) (laughs) i don't know which one's worse to be honest with you watching or not knowing what happened or not knowing that's what the whole single dating thing what bird was talking about was so like crazy because the unknown you let your fucking mind start to wander. It could be worse. Well, it's. I think it's uh, what Bird was saying is that you have to get over that. Their that third person is equal to the to the first person. You have to treat them the exact same way, or it's not going to work. So, if you're, let's say, you're with your go out on a date with your wife, th- that same, you know, feeling that you have there should be the same as your wife going on a date with the with the third person it should be exact you know it's a weird jealousy thing because here's the other thing if your wife comes to you and he goes i want to be with another person uh, there's this woman mm-hmm. i'm sure maybe you wouldn't be happy with it but you would be like huh you would feel a lot more different if she goes i want to be with this other person this guy i want to bring into our thing you'd probably feel worse with that wouldn't you i feel worse with either one but yeah i don't know probably yeah you probably would feel with worse the- with the guy Probably with the guy because I'd be like, well, why am, am I, I? I I have the exactly. why, am I not enough kind of thought. Yeah, and that's you know that's why it wouldn't work because I, I yeah we're, again with both of us we're not built for that. We're, that's not our that's not our thing. Clearly not. I would love to have a handy person around the house though. That would be nice. Could not be enough to give up my wife could, for it, but it could be a good trade off. Yeah. And they're handy women, because then maybe that's the thing Cuddles and I can talk about. I'm sure there are. There, uh, there have to be. There are handy women out there. What was that? It was it uh, Modern Family was funny. Cam, and did you ever see that when they was just make fun of the lesbian? Uh, like they hated the lesbians. They were always handy and re- renovating houses and shit like that. I never, yeah. I've never watched the show. That was really funny. They had a really funny attitude towards lesbians um all right frank i don't know what do we got here we almost went two hours should we wrap it up whenever you're ready was there a topic we didn't get to yeah there was a bunch i mean we can save them it's the you know the touring bands and uh uh it's not metallic uh dc is trying to be like marvel they announced a 10-year plan i find that pretty interesting after they just canceled the 90 million dollar movie batgirl Uh, they're like oh we got a 10-year plan that we're gonna be just like marvel you know what's you know why I don't buy that because their next projected movie is Joker number two, and that's not coming out for like two years. No, that's not part of it. That's not part of it. No, and see, this is the problem with DC. They fucking see Marvel has this issue slightly because Marvel licensed Spider Man out to Sony. Uh-huh. All, all those Tobey Maguire movies that, oh, was, that was Sony. Yeah, that was before Marvel became this huge right uh, monster thing. And and since then, they still have like, you know, like some issues like so Disney bought Marvel. But if you go to a Disney park, you could buy like a Thor T-shirt and shit. 
but all the rides for like Thor and shit like that are in Universal Studios because they still own like a 30 year license on mm -hmm. that. So before Marvel became a real hot property, Universal licensed their shit for all their theme parks. So it's going to be a while till we Man, get that's a whole roller coaster at Disney World. But I'm sure that's coming one day when that thing goes. But here's the issue with DC. DC doesn't have their shit all together like Marvel does, where you can fucking make a movie about Joker or Batman or this or that. And you don't have, like it's not fully controlled by DC. You know, because you can license those specific characters through whatever other fucking entity that's yeah. But then you lose. Like, then they could do whatever they want with the character, and you have no control. And right, like I don't think that I don't think that uh, what's his name, Joaquin Phoenix's Joker, is part of any real DC. Because like when you look at it, there's the the who's the Suicide Squad? That's a different Joker. That's oh, not. Yeah. That's uh, that's more. I think Jared Leto. That right. That's more with their plan because Jared Leto showed up in the uh, Justice League. That remember yep. the recut, the the Snyder yep. cut. Yep, yep, he yep. showed up there, so that's more their universe, not what Jared Leto, the fucking Joaquin Phoenix, was doing. Too bad that's a better Joker. You think so? Joaquin Phoenix, I think, was better. Than yeah, he was better. Jared I Leto. just, I liked, I liked I the end. That's that one scene with Jared Leto with that that dystopian extra scene yeah that was good that was good i think his the rest of the you know didn't it wasn't it didn't feel like joker to me it, it didn't feel like he was the i never don't remember him saying anything funny first of all making a joke i think was part of joker's whole thing um and he was just too into the the gold and and the stuff like that wasn't i feel like that wasn't him that wasn't what Joker's about? Joker's just about chaos and, and doing crazy shit, not about money and and being you know rich and everything. Yeah, I don't know. That that was my understanding of of Joker anyway. Well, they uh, the David Zaslav, who's the CEO, um, he said they've done a reset and they've got a ten year plan in place. They're going to. They said he said I quote We've restructured the business where we're going to focus. Uh, where it's going to be a team with a 10-year plan focusing just on DC. We believe we can build a much more sustainable business. So that's what people don't understand. Kevin Feig over at Marvel, he's been the mastermind behind all of this. Mm -hmm. After Iron Man hit and they decided that they were going to have their own studio, he was the one that was like, this is what we're going to do. Like, this all wasn't an accident. Like he was like, this is how we're going to do this. And it's going to be six phases or eight phases or whatever. He's got a fucking plan in his head. He's had this all mapped out for years. DC yeah. just is like, oh, Marvel's doing that. Let's put Superman and Batman in a movie together and make a billion dollars. And then let's try and make it again. And then they want to control every last fucking thing. And then it becomes a shit of a movie. You know, that's what happened. These fucking yeah, guys. That, that was that was a terrible. It's, it, you know, and it feels like. I don't know what it is about these recent, like Batman, Aquaman, all, all these these types of movies. It feels like just people playing dress up. It doesn't feel like before that. Like Robert Downey Jr. is Iron Man. It felt like he was Iron Man. Right. Thor. Chris Hemsworth is Thor. Right. Bat Batman. It just didn't. It feel felt like a guy playing Batman. It didn't feel like oh Ben Affleck is Batman. You know. It didn't get that. I didn't get that feeling of. I'm watching Batman. You know, this is him. 
So, I mean, the closest I get is Wonder Woman. She's Wonder Woman. She's great. <laughs> Stinks. That second movie stunk. The second movie, yeah. The first movie, she was great. First movie was great. And she was great in the the one she, with all of them. I yeah, liked her and, she, and her cameo in, or her part in uh, Batman vs. Superman was, was, you know, was good. She was yeah. actually the, uh, when they did the poster, she was the biggest part of the poster. They were on the side. It was yeah. Batman vs. Superman, but Wonder Woman was the big, the big draw because she was the best. She had the best movie at the time. But if you notice, uh, Iron Man, Thor, they took their time developing those characters in those separate movies. Yeah. And they were slow with them, you know, yeah. and they weren't so hard up to be like, look, look at how this is going to tie in or leaving that thing so wide open, flapping in the wind that you knew, oh, that's going to come back in another movie. That wasn't always that obvious with those fucking Marvel movies. Yeah. And the, with the Marvel movies, they a lot of origins that we never that was a big thing, too. We got a lot of origin stories that we never saw before. Iron Man's origin. We got Hulk, uh, Hulk's origin. We got, uh, you know, a bunch of them. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Scarlet Witch and all, all of them. We got a lot of origin with Batman and Superman. We've seen their origin a million times. So they mm -hmm. jumped right into the story. Right. So it didn't get it. We didn't really get any development from them. Right. So. Which is also what was great about uh, what's his name's Batman trilogy there. He kind of reinvented the origin a little bit. I thought it was. I mean, I guess with Batman, you always have to have his parents were shot in an alley. He's an orphan. He's rich. That's that's Batman. You know? Right. But but they tell it in a different way. Who's involved? What's how does he develop into Batman? How does he become this crime fighter? And they made Batman Begins. It, the whole thing was an origin story and it, it was it felt fresh. Well, because they focused on the League of Shadows, League of Shadows, was it? Uh, sounds right. Yeah, they focused kind of more on that than anything else, and how yeah. how Gotham came about and and all that kind of shit. So yeah, they didn't jump right in with the Joker. Yeah, you know, like like we we got the Joker in the second movie, which was like one of the best movies. This, that was the best movie still out oh. of all of them. Yeah, this just wasn't better than that one. I thought it that should have won right Best Picture. Time. It wasn't even. I don't think it was nominated. It should have been. It should have won that year. Yeah. Well, wasn't that when they decided? Oh, we're going to open this up a bit more. Or was that not until Marvel came around when they were like, "We got to yeah. open this up for more." They maybe. Yeah. They think they. I don't think they opened it up very much. It was all the, uh, you know, the, the, the cerebral movies and oh yeah, makes you feel. Action movies were not really the. Yeah. Best Picture types, I guess, for at that moment. moment. All right, we got to do this one before we go quickly. The most heavily tattooed hoo-ha in the world. Oh, boy. Located it. It is a British OnlyFans star. She claims that she has the most heavily tattooed vagina in the world. Um, Prove her wrong, people. With an artist needing five separate sessions to needle her labia. That's how that was written. I didn't come up with that. Becky Holt, 34, has spent more than... How much do you think she spent on tattoos? Uh, by the Just, way, uh, for her whole body. Whole body, okay. You look shocked, so it's going to be a high number. 20 grand? Double that. Really? $42,000, she said. That's... 42 grand on a bodysuit. 
with uh, artwork all over her, face to toe, front and back. So she's like almost completely covered. She's completely covered. This is what do they call? I guess do they call that a body? I know the uh, the arm is the sleeve, sleeve shirt. I guess just a. What do you call it when you do like your whole leg? Is that like a pant? I think. Uh, I don't know. How do we not know that? That seems weird. Anyway, um, she said that there was a lot of agony involved, an incredible amount of pain. She told Arc Media. Uh, but she did it on July 5th. She says, it's quite embarrassing having a tattoo artist between your legs, but it needed to be finished as I wanted my bodysuit to be fully complete. Bodysuit. There you go. Yeah. Um, now, that the, I can't imagine, number one, I can't imagine the pain. Mm. Number two, I mean, she said it was embarrassing, but you don't have, you didn't have to, she didn't have to do it. She said her hoo-ha has been swollen for almost a month. You got to throw she can't a couple have bags sex. of pea, frozen peas down there or something. <laughs> yeah, because I guess he does a little, and then it blows up, and then it has to heal and wait, and then he has to go back in and do some more. So. That sounds like an excuse to me. Yeah. It's got you, we're going to need you in for multiple sessions. I have to take, <laughs> you know, it's like, just get it all done in one shot, please. I mean, I don't know. Do you think that's a good... By the way, she's Becky underscore Holt underscore Bolt. You can look her up on Instagram. Becky underscore Holt underscore Bolt. Okay, here's the most uncomfortable part about this woman. She's got the whole thing, but she's also got, like, leaves, like, coming up the side of her face like this and, like, on her forehead, and that makes me uncomfortable because it feels like it's just going to grow and just kind of, like, evolve and pull her into... Well, that's how I feel about your beard. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I'm going to get pulled into a beard world. That's true. <laughs> so she's had to tell almost just, just a little bit of her face is showing. Yeah. Uh, let me bring up her Instagram. Is she profile. pierced as well, like everywhere? Uh, no. No, I don't see any lip yeah, or nose. or. She's all about those tats. It's all in that tat life. Good for her. She's okay. What she wants Frank, to do. Add this to the list of things that I just can't understand. I would just never be able to commit to this much permanent shit. Well, is anything permanent these days? You could they could cover stuff up. They could remove things. I know, but I mean that's a lot of removal. This is a lot. I mean, this is Jesus, a lot. It's fucking everywhere on her. This is a lot. For the love of God. Yeah, let me bring it up so you can see this young lady, and then we're gonna get out of here. Um I always thought, I don't know if I've ever mentioned this before, but if you get a tattoo and you want to get it and you want to get rid of it, would it, wouldn't it be easier instead of laser scarring and all that stuff, wouldn't it be easier to just get a tattoo of your, your skin over it to cover it up with what your skin would look like on top of it? You're literally the biggest idiot I know. I mean, that is the dumbest thing. I think I've heard you say this before and I've had the same exact reaction. Why is that dumb? I think that's so stupid. Like if I had a tattoo right here, I would just to remove it. I would just tattoo what my arm looks like right over. Yeah, I know. Continue I just, my arm skin. I don't think you could do that. I just don't think it works like that. To be well, totally it should honest. work like that. <laughs> I just don't think it does. Like people cover up tattoos all the time with just other tattoos. So why not just have a tattoo of your 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 natural skin over it? 
I mean, I guess so. All right, here's Becky. She's uh -huh. obviously she's a beautiful young lady. It's a lot of tattoos. That's a lot of tattoos. But like, look at this one here. Like, look, like. Oh wait, no, that's not the one I want to go to. This one, a closer up of her face. Like, that's a lot of tattoos. It's a lot of tattoos. That's. That's commitment. Yeah. And she has a kid too. She has tattoos and a child. How does she do it? That's a lot of commitment. Look, here's one. Look at this shot. Look. Hey, you said you're into tattoos. You said there's you find tattoos. Is this too much though? Uh, yeah, I'm into chicken parmesan. <laughs> I don't fucking swim in a pool of it. That's a lot. That's a lot of work. I mean, I don't really. I guess I see a theme. It looks like a, some biblical things. And especially like when she's like, "Oh, I gotta, I gotta finish it. I gotta do the vagina." Well, then now you, now you're just like in pain because you feel like you gotta commit to something here well, this yeah. feels like i guess it like a, an incomplete collection like she's a we, yeah and like like she's almost like a what do they call that like a slave to it now she's addicted you get addicted to that stuff I, people get tattoos sometimes they just can't stop they just keep getting tattoos how do you date somebody like this i'd be like i this is it, it take you like six months just to see every tattoo is that is that her before picture Look at this. Look, she's choking the husband. That's all part of it, I bet. I'm sure. Get a little choke action in there. Where's the before? Oh, this? Is that her before everything or like makeup? I can't believe that these are me. Absolutely nostalgia model days. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's her before. Look at the one right one. there. <laughs> that's the beginning. That and was she's the got start. The, the trampy stamp. And she's got a couple more there. This is her Dixie yeah, Chicks face. And it was off to the races after that. I can't tell. Is this Dixie Chicks or uh, Tom and Kate plus eight? What was that fucking? Remember her? Oh, yeah. The Octo. Octo. Yeah. Damn. See, I think she's beautiful there. When did she get all fucking covered up? I don't know. Because what if you don't feel like looking like that anymore? I mean, that's. <laughs> <laughs> well, what about you? What if you don't feel like looking like that anymore? I don't. I mean, I can shave. I can do you something. You look the same since I. Since. You've had that beard since fifth grade. <laughs> no, it hasn't been that long, but I have had it for a long time. You're pretty set in your in your look. She's that's she's true. Happy with, she's happy with she's set in her look. I wish her all the luck in the world. I don't get it. But you have the option, I guess, to change. I got the option. I can mix it up a little bit. She cannot. You know how she mixes it up? How she changes her look? She gets another tattoo. She gets another tattoo. She gets yeah, something you're touched always... up. You're always adding. You can't subtract or change. That's, you know. I wonder if there's a number, if she knows the number of tattoos she has. Because a lot of people, you ask them how many tattoos. Oh, I got uh, four, five. So, you know, she has to have yeah. like a hundred and something. 42 grams worth. She knew that she kept the receipts. That's for sure. Yep. It's a lot All right, Frankie C. This was an educational and learning podcast. Let's thank Bird for that. Yes, that Bird. Thank you so much. Really well appreciate done. everything you shared with us. Thank you. Yes, uh, we really did. We learned some things. We learned, we learned that Frank and I are less adventurous than we had originally thought. We learned what we can't handle. Yeah, which is almost everything. Which is almost everything. <laughs> we can handle it existing, just we can't handle being a part of it. Yeah. Like, we, we don't know. We can't handle a third person in our relationships. All right, that's it for us. Uh, we'll catch you guys on the next one. Have a great weekend. Thank you guys for joining, being members, the merch, the whole nine yards. Catch you next time. Show me potato salad.
Maybe we should go now. Go ahead.